Welcome to One Girl in All the World, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer rewatch podcast where we recap each episode in order and discuss. I'm Ashley, Buffy the super fan. I'm Kimmy, Buffy newbie. You can find us on all major podcast apps, YouTube and Instagram with new episodes on Tuesdays. All right, today we are talking about Phases, episode 15 of the second season, mm-hmm. which is a good one. Yeah, it was actually really good. Thoroughly enjoyed. And can I just say for the record, I got the question correct? You did? I was like, no, you don't have to keep guessing. It's fine. Keep it. Keep it. <laughs> Let's stop the, the train of thought right there <laughs> before, you ch- before you change it. Yes. Yes. Very yes. good guess of Werewolf. Um, yeah, so Phases aired... On January 27th, 1998, which was my 12th birthday. So on the day that this aired, I turned 12. And Buffy was still unknown to me. You were 12? Oh my god. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm so old. That was my 12th birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Not even a teenager yet. (laughs) And it was written by Rob Disotel and Dean Batali, directed by Bruce Seth Green, so obviously we're seeing a lot of the same names coming up over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I, last week I forgot to say the synopsis of Innocence. I was editing and I was like, I don't think I said the synopsis. So I'm not forgetting this this week. So the synopsis of Phases is, when a werewolf descends upon the city of Sunnydale, it is up to Buffy and the gang to protect the mostly human being from an evil poacher who is hunting the animal for, animal for sport, which he is very clear about it's not for sport. So interesting. Meanwhile, much to Xander's dismay, Willow turns her romantic interests to Oz, unaware of the danger she is about to face. Yeah, why? Why do we care, Xander? Yeah, Xander. Well, all of a sudden now, toy when someone else has it. For real, for <laughs> reals. So who knows if that's like a Big Brother situation, or if or that is high school boy situation. Like, uh, yeah, is that like a? Well, now if somebody else wants her. Because that's never been an issue for Xander. Exactly. I mean, except for the Malcolm thing. Yeah. Which he was convinced Malcolm was like a psycho from the very get-go, even, bef- even before we actually had evidence. So, yeah. yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Is it, is it, is it a protective best friend thing, or is it more than that? I think he's jealous. Interesting. I don't know if it's like necessarily like romantic. I don't know if he has romantic feelings for her, but I think he's still jealous. Right, yeah, because you can be jealous of just, like, your best friend spending time with someone else and or not no, with just you. just, like, but, hmm, but still the fact, like, I don't want her, but I don't want someone else to have her either. That yeah. Thing. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of layers here. It could be. It's complicated, I think, for Xander. It just seems like that type. <laughs> yeah. She's mine. Like, I don't like, want to, like, kiss her or anything. But, like, I'm her person. He's kind of a dick, yeah. <laughs> He's selfish. He's very selfish. He is, yeah. Okay, so we'll get to all this Xander yeah. stuff. Yeah. So we get a Slayer opening, which, uh, confusion, but uh, why we have that. But anyway, we open into a hallway, and Oz is looking at the cheerleading statue that we will recognize from the witch. The trophy case. Yeah, and Oz says, uh, he's kind of like looking at it strangely. Willow comes up to him, and he says, you know, it looks like it's eyes follows you wherever you go. I like it. So if we're at Amy's mom is still stuck in that trophy. Yep. Every day that goes by. And I love this little throwback throwback, throwback to uh, season one, yeah, episode three. I thought, was, I thought that was funny. It made me laugh, too. Yeah, because yeah, we're like, oh, it's Amy's mom in there. <laughs> and I think Willow, actually, nobody knew. That's right. No one, yeah. even Buffy doesn't know she's in there. We didn't, yeah. We did, as the audience, we know, but no one else knew. So yeah. first watch, I was like, why isn't Willow being like, oh, you know about that trophy? But yeah, no one knew. They don't know what happened to her mom. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. So we find out that Willow and Oz went on a movie date. They went on yeah. a date to the movies, and it they're kind of like following up about it, saying they had a good time, but it's it's awkward. Awkward cuteness is what I wrote down. Yeah. Awkward cuteness. Yeah, it's like it's very new. Like, oh, we're testing the waters here with like yeah. dating each other. Yeah. And uh, but it is it is it. it is awkward, but it is very cute. So cute. Uh, Buffy, I mean, well, Willow is awkwardly trying to like end the conversation or like trans you know like just normally the transition the conversation yeah and she sees buffy in the background it's like oh friend there you go thank you out i have to have an out now goodbye and then larry who we remember from he's been around a couple episodes but mainly from the halloween episode oh he was the pirate that tried to attack buffy so he's back and is just as much of an asshole as he's ever been yep he's so gross he's so gross and he is kind of 
teasing or interrogating Oz on like, why he's like interested in Willow. Because yeah. remember, Oz is a senior. Like, yeah, you have to be interested in Willow only if you're getting action. Mm-hmm. Like, she must be, like, that whole good girl thing must be an act. And Oz says, yeah, she's really an evil mastermind, you know. Mm-hmm. And Oz is, like, so, mo- he's, like, so non-reactive. He just kind of stands there. I don't know. I feel like, which I like about Oz, but I feel like he didn't really care that they were saying this stuff about Willow. I think, like, for Austin's defense, I'll just say, like, it's one of those things, like, when a boy's teasing you and your mom's like, just ignore it. Because, like, the less attention you give it, the better. What yeah. What if it's just maybe mm-hmm. that? That's what yeah, I'm yeah. looking for. That's what yeah. I'm looking for. And now I, now I will say, yeah, when Larry says, like, so how far have you got with her? And I, I know we switched. We immediately cut to Buffy and Willow in the quad, and, and they're having a similar conversation. But I would have liked to know what Oz would have said to that. Yeah. I would have been interested in what he said mm-hmm. um, yeah. to Larry. Oh, because, because like, obviously Larry's an asshole. This girl walks by. Knocks and her he books right knocks out of her hands. just so he can watch her bend over and pick them up. That's so gross. And Oz is just kind of like stands there. I, I don't know. I, I get, yeah. I get Oz, but like I would have liked to see some like some kind of like smart ass remark from Oz. He gets a little bit, but not really when he's talking about women, mm-hmm. really. Um, yeah. So Oz is kind of just standing there mm-hmm. as part of the group when this happens. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I just would have liked to see him like say something, yeah, like yeah, a little yeah, that's bit, because Oz can be like a smart Alec. Yeah. So I feel like he that that's where he could have like said something to Larry. Um, but yeah, Larry is obviously horrible at still, and yeah. So they're talking about Willow and. Oh, <laughs> I'll get to what I wrote down. I met, I miswrote something. I'm like, what, what did you miss? Right? What did you miss? In the quad, my one of my notes says. Willow wants smoothies <laughs> instead of smoochies. She says she oh. wants smoochies. <laughs> I put smoothies. I was like, yeah, she yeah. wanted smoothies. That was, that was really cute when she said I don't remember that. Yeah, Willow was very frustrated that Oz, things haven't been progressing with yeah, Oz. Because remember, Oz said he was going to wait until. good to go. She is raring to go. Remember, Oz said that he was going to wait until things were clear between them she was focused and not on xander on him so they've kind of been like tiptoeing around a relationship and willow's like okay i get it like i am all about him now and things aren't really happening i like how buffy thinks it's sweet that he's being gentlemanly yeah and she's like kind of asking willow like have you dropped hints and willow's like i've dropped anvils (laughs) and buffy's like no guy could resist your wily willow charms. That's so cute. She's like, well, last time I checked, all of them could. <laughs> it's just so cute. She's like, maybe more. Maybe more than all of them, my poor willow. She can't catch a break. Mm-hmm. And willow says, you know, I just don't want to be the only girl in school with, without a real boyfriend. And, of course, this brings up, well, Buffy doesn't have a boyfriend anymore. Uh, that's harsh, yep. So, yeah. obviously, we catch up with Buffy on the whole angel situation. She's coping. That's it. She's just basically yeah. coping. She's right now yep, mm-hmm. and uh, she really wants to spend time with uh willow and xander yep. um and this brings up like just friend time and this brings up the cordelia and xander relationship that's now been outed so everybody knows now that cordelia and xander are together in some way and uh willow's still not happy with it like still still not happy that yeah. that's happening that which she mm-hmm. makes that clear yeah. And Willow says, well, I don't even know what he sees in her. And then it cuts to a car, basically like lover's lane type situation where Xander and Cordelia are making out. And then he breaks away and he keeps talking about Willow and Oz. Yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was, this scene was interesting, actually. Yeah, he's like, what does she see in him? And he's in a band, you know what kind of like that attracts? And she's like, yeah, I've dated a lot of guys in bands. He's like, thank you. You're proving my point. So he's trying to get his attention, and he's so... He's very preoccupied with either... if She said it's either Buffy or it's Willow. Like, do you want to be here? Like, you're just always just talking about Buffy or Willow. She's like, it's a beautiful full moon. Like, what more could you want right now? And she says, oh, I got my my daddy's car. I was like, but she has her own car. So why does she have her dad's car? I don't know. I thought that was weird. Because we've seen her car with Queen C license plate multiple times. I think it's it's a red car. Uh... And I don't know why she's driving her dad's car, but anyway. 
Uh, she talks about the full moon, and we see that from a POV from outside the car, there's, like, something in the bushes watching, watching them. them. Yeah, watching them. Like a creature, maybe? Yeah, it seems like, yeah. Like, it doesn't look like, it doesn't seem, feel human. And so they just start, like, making out again, and Dander keeps saying he thinks he hears something. And at this point, Cordelia has had enough. She's like, forget it. We're just going to leave. <laughs> and then something rips puts its arm through the top of the convertible because yeah. the convertible is, covers this up. That's why she had to use her dad's car because her car is not a convertible and they had to be able to do this scene again. Yeah, right, exactly. I don't know, maybe he could have like punched through the metal. That would have been even more of a feat of strength. Yeah, so the arm comes in, they're screaming. Cordelia is scrambling for the car keys, which she drops and takes off. Um, and the werewolf falls off the bat and when he says they speed away dander says i told you i heard something <laughs> he's like i told you so i love this little scene at the school the next morning buffy's inspecting the like hole in the in the convertible top yeah. and they immediately come to the conclusion that it's a werewolf um there's some confusion about the full moon because the full moon willow says is actually that night yeah exactly it wasn't the previous night i thought this was yeah. interesting too yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so Zan, I mean, uh, Giles is thrilled that this is like, ooh, this could be like the typical lore of vampire vampires. Werewolves only come out on the full moon could not be true or something. So he is very excited There's to like do more research. Yeah, I knew he's like one of the classics. Va- I, mean, I keep saying vampires. I'm so used to say vampires. One of the classics, werewolves. He's like so excited. He said, I'm sure my books and I are in for a fascinating afternoon. Oh my God. <laughs> he is Bubby's giddy. Like, Bubby's like, he needs to get a pet. He needs a pet. <laughs> I love this scene. It's so funny. So they're all figuring out this new thing they have to deal with. And Giles, as usual, is weirdly excited about these <laughs> new things that come up. He's always a little too giddy and everyone always looks at him like, this is not a good thing. Yeah. But he's always happy about it. So we are in gym class and they are or just a self-defense class in the gym, but they're learning self-defense and the teacher or whoever instructor is talking to them and we see that Cordelia and Xander are sitting in one area and then Buffy, Willow, and Oz behind them is sitting in a little bit on the other side of the gymnasium or the bleachers. And we see Oz tucks in Willow's tag of her shirt. It's like, oh, your tag's sticking out. Yeah, that was cute. I like that. And Xander is incensed about this. He's like, hey, we're in public. Like, he's just, like, looking over. It's so annoyed that they're, like, sitting okay. by each other and that he's tucking in her tag. <laughs> and okay. Cordelia is so annoyed. Yeah. She's like, you put a little too much of obsession for dorks on today. <laughs> so, yeah, Xander's not liking the budding relationship between Oz and Willow. Yeah. And she doesn't see, like, he doesn't like any relationships with men like, with his female friends. Yeah. Whether that's for romantic reasons or not, he doesn't like them to be involved with guys. He wants to be the only guy in their life, even if it's not romantic, I feel so like. So Yep, it does seem like that. Yes. So they get called um, up to actually do the self-defense, and they're in groups. And when they're looking at these clipboards or something, Xander asks Larry, like, what happened to his arm? He's a big bandage on his arm mm-hmm. and he said a, jo- a dog jumped out of the bushes and like bit him and he had like 29 stitches which is a lot like that's a yeah, pretty serious yeah. pretty serious injury there and oz says oh yeah me too i got bitten my cousin jordy got his adult his like grown-up teeth and he doesn't like to be tickled and he like holds up his finger so his cousin had bit him and then we find out that larry buffy and Teresa, a new character that we don't know girls mm-hmm. school are going to be in that they're going to be in their self-defense group and buffy is very excited to like beat the shit out of larry yeah but, well especially because he like tr- he walks up to Teresa when they're trying to like get into groups yeah he stole my shorts oh god he is so disgusting gross. awful that's not okay yeah so buffy's looking forward to like kicking his ass but willow reminds her is like remember you don't have say you're not supposed to have slayer strength you have to be like yeah, what did she say girly girl like the rest of us yeah, she's like, I was looking forward to this. So Buffy has to fake, like, not being able to get out of the hole that the, that the instructor has the guys put the girls into. And he grabs her, like, ass and says, like, oh, Summers, you're turning me on or something like that. 
yeah. like grabs her ass. Like, oh my god. That's so disgusting. So then he then that's it. She flips him she over flips and him so she fast. lets she lets him have it. It's it's great. <laughs> I approve. Yes, of course. In the library, Giles has done his research. He spent his afternoon having a grand old time. And he says that werewolves come out for the full moon and the two nights surrounding it. So they turn transform for three nights three total. Three full consecutive nights. Yeah. Which was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not sure I've ever heard this. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. It's like new lore, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I don't know too much about like regular outside of Buffy. A vamp, uh, I keep saying vampire. Werewolf. Right. I, lore. I don't know if the three nights is a yeah, thing. No, it's not a thing. Okay. No, so this is, yeah. yeah this new, is new werewolf lore. This is cool. Yeah. And they say that they might not know who they are. They might have no idea that they're changing. Yep. Um, and they assume it might be a guy, but Giles says, hey, it could be a girl. Mm-hmm. Could be a werewoman. human. A person. Yeah. And, like, um, yeah. Because Buffy was saying something about bullets, and he's like, no bullets. The human would be unaware of their condition. We have to mm-hmm. try to bring them back. Yeah. Yeah, so they're going to try to catch it alive. Mm-hmm. Because they do, like, they're seeing this as a human being that might just be doing this without having any control or knowledge that they're doing it. Giles and Buffy are going to try to capture it alive that night. So this is the actual full moon night. So they're at Lover's Lane. <laughs> so Giles and Buffy sneaking around Lover's Lane with all these, all these cars. Makeout sessions. And but he's like, did you see anything? Buffy's like, I saw so-and-so with so-and-so, but he's supposed to be with so-and-so. You would not believe it. And he's like, did you see a werewolf? <laughs> Does anybody see a werewolf? She's like, oh, no. Yeah. But she got some hot goss about school, <laughs> her schoolmates. <laughs> like, she got the tea on, like, who's making out with who, even though they're seeing somebody else. Um, and Giles is obviously there, and they want to, um, he's like, we should knock on some windows and see if anyone's seen anything. Oh, no. Yeah, you're at Lover's Lane. Your library, school librarian knocks on the window with a student asking if you've seen anything free, like, if you've seen anything weird at Lover's Lane. Yeah, that would be weird. No. Be the weird thing that people see. The, yes. I'd be at school the next day and be like, um, Rupert, Mr. Giles was with Buffy at Lover's Lane last night. Talk <laughs> about a rumor to get started. Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, yeah, let's not do that. And plus, if people said they saw a werewolf, they we, would, be just we would just be still be sitting in the car making out. <laughs> no. <laughs> be running and screaming. So Buffy's like, don't think anybody saw anything. Yeah. So they just keep sneaking around and Buffy kind of goes further into the wooded area and gets caught in a trap like yeah. uh i don't know what kind of trap this is like a net that's underneath the net. yeah and yeah. it just grabs her hey and she's hanging there and there's a guy that comes out with a gun and puts a gun at her and i do like it's kind of cute she's like giles giles she just keeps starting to yelling for giles and i thought it was cute and he comes running with his flashlight like what's he gonna do with that <laughs> yeah really is. Uh, and the guy puts his gun on him and of course giles just puts his hands up he's like whoa 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 and um first when he captures buffy he's like oh i've got you yeah. Like, like he's been searching for her or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, and he, he does let her down when he finds out that she's not a werewolf. Right. And the guy thinks Giles and Buffy are together. Yeah. He's like, it's good to get the fruit while it's fresh. Gross. It's so good. Giles almost attacks his Yeah, ass. Giles is very yeah, uh, offended, as you yeah. would be if he were, like, a normal guy of his face. age. Yeah. And he also insults Buffy. Yeah, exactly. Saying, like, like, you're just a girl. Yeah. And I like how Giles defends her, saying, oh, she's quite capable. Yeah. Uh, So they find out that they're, all of them, the three of them are hunting for werewolves. And he's like, yeah, right, you guys, the librarian and this little girl are hunting for werewolves. But we find out from him that he he does, he hunts werewolves. And Giles asks about if you do it for sport. And he says, no, purely for for money. Because their, their skin's are very valuable and he has a necklace on of like all these teeth that's so crazy that yeah. this one will make it easy even dozen so when he kills this werewolf he'll have 12 like teeth he just pulls a teeth out it's like a little trophy from every werewolf he kills he sucks I don't like this character. yes he sucks and buffy's like it doesn't bother you that for 28 days in the month these are just normal people yeah exactly and he's like no that's why i only hunt them when they're werewolves he doesn't get, he has no conscience about what he's doing no. at all. Um, yeah, so he says that he's not here, so do you know anywhere else where young people would get together? Uh, yeah, the werewolves are suckers for sexual heat. Yeah, so that's why, you know, Lover's Lane was why he was, you know, seen there previously, or they were seen there previously. 
And uh, Buffy's like, nope, can't help you. But she knows the place to go is the bronze. So the hunter guy takes off and Buffy and Giles, uh, we don't know this point, but they are going to go to the bronze. And she's, when they're walking away, Buffy calls the werewolf mine furrier. (laughs) (laughs) So it's another Nazi reference. (laughs) Another one in Buffy. So mine furrier is what she calls him. On the sidewalk at night, we see Teresa walking, which, yeah, great idea in Sunnydale at night. Yeah, walking home at night, like, from the gym, looks like. I don't know. She's wearing, like, it looks like she's school books, and she's wearing, like, a blazer. So, they're probably from school or something. Yeah, I don't know why I wrote gym. Okay. <laughs> she definitely doesn't look like she's in gym clothes, but, hey. So, she's walking, and she's getting a little nervous. She, like, hears stuff behind her, and she yeah, starts she getting, like she's being followed. Yep. walking a little faster. And then she, like, runs straight into Angel, who's in front of her. Who looks like not a vampire. He's just, like, twirling a flower creepily. Yeah, he's weird. Yeah. yeah, he's very creepy. And he, she's, of course, like, ooh, as you should be, wary of him. But he kind of earned her trust because he said, don't you go to school with Buffy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, you know Buffy. Like, okay, this person's not, a, like, a literal stranger yeah Yeah, like he's not gonna like you know it's okay he knows buffy so he is a creepy serial killer girl get out of there and so he says he's gonna walk her home because she is a little bit nervous about what was back there behind her and uh yeah so she trusts him because they have they know someone in common so angel walks her home Uh, at the bronze willow and cordelia are complaining about their men (laughs) which is a cute cute little scene they're hanging out little girls yeah Cordelia is complaining that Xander is always talking about Willow and doesn't just can't accept that Willow has Oz. And then Willow is complaining that she doesn't think she really has Oz. He's, you know, hard to pin down and nothing's happening with them. They're in a holding pattern and they're just complaining about men. They're like, yeah, they're just men being men. And these two are just like so annoyed at their (laughs) respective romantic partners. But then they're interrupted because a werewolf, like, goes through the ceiling or something yeah. and drops down in front of them. And, of Very course, dramatic. they are screaming and everybody's – the whole bronze is in, in chaos. And Buffy and Giles arrive in his car and seeing everyone running out of the bronze. So Buffy's like, yeah, okay. I think we're in the rights. <laughs> I think we called it right. The, the, yeah. the, the, the werewolf is here. And I did not notice this until I looked up, like – behind the scenes stuff on this episode but if you look very carefully through giles's back window you can see people pushing the car like crew members okay yeah you can see like their heads bobbing that's funny which i i after a second my well my third rewatch i watched it right before we recorded i was like oh yeah you can see them if you look closely so they didn't have a car on they just had they were pushing the car like it was rolling up nice so uh yeah keep an eye out for that if you anybody um, watches it again so buffy goes into the bronze it's pretty much emptied out a re- she hears something moving around, but she can't see it. And she follows it into, like, kind of like the backstage area of the bronze. And the werewolf jumps out, and they kind of, like, squabble, and they, they fight a bit. She has a chain in her book bag or backpack, and she's trying to, like, wrangle it. She has it around the like neck. She's, yeah. yeah, like, she has it around his neck or whatever, trying to control him. He gets loose and jumps through a window and escapes. So yeah. Buffy tried to get him. Didn't happen. And then the... The werewolf hunter, who we know, his name is Kane, Kane. Yep. shows up and I said, is an asshole again. He is. He's like, it's all her fault that the werewolf got away. I think he says this is what happens when you send a woman to do a man's job. God, I hate I think. It. And then he also says, like, what were you going to do? Take it for a walk? She's like, no, I was going to try to lock it up because it's a human being. Yep. And he does not interested in that. He just wants to kill it right away. And so we follow the werewolf out kind of by an alleyway and where aware the werewolf comes a, comes along angel killing teresa yeah. and the she falls to the ground and it's kind of like a predator predator uh like two alpha predators are kind of sizing each other up mm-hmm. cuz angel's completely vamp face and then the werewolf and they kind of just back away from each other kind of like angel just kind of fades in the background mm-hmm. um probably cuz they feel like they're probably evenly matched to each other mm-hmm. uh for predator wise and the werewolf kind of just like sees Teresa like there on the ground mm-hmm. in the forest Buffy and Giles are still searching for the werewolf well Buffy is she comes up to the car 
And he's like, Giles, Giles, because now the car is empty. And Giles has fallen asleep in the front seat. Bless his little heart. He was tired <laughs> from all that reading. And he's like, yeah, I didn't I didn't see anything. And she's like, yeah, from that vantage point from behind your closed eyes. Yeah, I didn't see anything. So Buffy's really bummed. They haven't found him. They hear on the radio that they had identified a body that was found and it was Teresa. Yeah, Buffy obviously recognizes who that is right away and immediately feels partially responsible that she wasn't able to track the werewolf down. And because of that, somebody was killed. Um, they're saying it was they're linking it to the other animal attacks that Giles had previously mentioned that there had been some animal attacks. And Giles kind of reassures her that they have one more night. They're going to find the, the werewolf. They have one more night to... And that, you know, nothing else is going to happen tonight. It's almost sunrise. So they're just going to call it a night. In the woods, we see the werewolf kind of, like, taking a nap. It's probably dawn. And then the body transforms into Oz. I was like, what the fuck? I totally did not see this coming. Did you really not? I just, okay. So remember when you talked about at the beginning how, what's his name? Or like Xander was asking, what's that guy's name? Larry. Larry about the cut. And he was like 20. I was so focused on hearing him talking about his stitches or whatever. And like whatever was going on with him. I didn't even notice Oz talking about his finger getting bitten like you yeah. talked about it and I was like I don't remember that and I was like oh that would have made so much more sense um yeah so anyway interesting because like as soon as like that like the bandage and the stitches I was like oh he's the werewolf and then Larry. this happened and I was like what yeah it was intentional misdirect uh, yeah they it want you to think good. that it worked yeah mm-hmm. uh so we find out that Oz wakes up and is confused about his he whereabouts so, confused, so he doesn't know he's a werewolf he's like oh I'm naked as well and uh, he says, huh. it's just funny because his, yeah, exactly. His reaction is like, huh, okay. Which is very Oz. He's like, I just woke up naked in the woods. In the forest, whatevs. Mm. Odd. That's like his, the extent of his reaction. So we go to Oz's house and he is on the phone with his Aunt Maureen and says, hey, I just wanted to know if Jordy is a werewolf. Mm-hmm. And we hear like, well, she, she asks, first of all, she asks about his finger, if it's healing okay. And then he asks if Jordy's a werewolf and his seemingly, we don't hear his aunt's conversation or his aunt's half of the conversation, but apparently she confirms that he is. Yep. And then says, oh, no reason. Yeah. Even though Avi was just talking about a bite. Like, yep. of course his aunt should know that he's a werewolf yeah. now. Yep. Also, is that just like normal common knowledge that he's, like his aunt's just like, yeah, he's a werewolf. Like, that's just. Uh, yeah. It was a very, maybe, you know, Oz's family is all maybe the same where they're just like, you know. You know, Oz has this, like, interesting way of expressing himself. So maybe th- that's how they are. Um, and he's like, oh, no reason. Bye. Yep. And Oz is like, oh, okay. Um, he's looking a little more concerned now, though. He's just kind of like. Hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so he just got his, his cousin got his big kid teeth. So his cousin's pretty young. Yeah. And is a werewolf. Yeah, I don't know. Not in this episode. I don't know, remember if we ever hear anything else about that. That'll be, be something that I, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. Okay. He's obviously a kid that's a werewolf, which is sad. Yeah. We cut to the hallway where Oz is just kind of wandering through the hallway in a daze. He's like he's confused. in shock yep. that he's a werewolf, uh, coming to terms with that. He walks into the library and Buffy was talking about, well, I just, did she say she wanted to... I should have yeah. killed it. Like, she's like, because I didn't kill it, like, Teresa is dead. So she's yep. struggling with that. And Oz is like, oh, was anybody, like, scratched or bitten? And she's like, no. And, like, when he's like, gladness. <laughs> he just says, gladness. <laughs> In response to that. So weird. So funny. Uh, yeah, so he finds out. They said, well, we weren't in danger but Teresa was killed mm-hmm. and Buffy feels very guilty about this and they have one more night to find out who they the werewolf is and Andrew thinks it's Larry the editor thinks it's Larry he, well, he says I have a lot of experience in this I'm practically an expert oh, yeah. and Willow says well because you became a hyena that one time he's like I know what it's like to like, have the urge and this for, for freshly killed meat and all this like this animal instinct and Buffy says I thought you didn't remember anything about that yeah he's like that's right I didn't remember anything about that he forgot that was his cover story yeah and he's blown it now so now he everyone knows that he does remember what everything he did yeah like to Buffy uh but that's not brought up unfortunately yeah yeah so 
with his induction, like, hyena senses that may be left over, I don't know. He says it's got to be Larry, because Larry was talking about that bite that he was, that he had. Um, And Oz is relieved that they don't think it's, that they think it's, because for a minute, Oz thinks that Xander's talking about him. And he's relieved that they think it's Larry. But then he's like, well, you don't know that it's not Larry. You know, they don't know that it's Larry. So he's kind of like, doesn't want to put the blame on Larry, but he's glad the blame isn't on him mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah. Um, and so Willow says, you know, you could help me research. Like, that's something that you can do to, like, help, you know, deal with all this stuff. Like, being active and, like, trying to be part of the solution and all of this. And he says he can't help, that he has plans and he, like, just is very distracted and leaves. Willow's disappointed. But yeah, and Buffy kind of like sees this happen from Giles's office. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, Xander said he's going to go talk to Larry and get him to confess that he's the werewolf. In the boys' locker room, oh, Xander. He right. Yeah, he does. That's what we think, though. Um, Larry's like, washing his face, comes out to the locker room, and is scared uh, by Larry. He startles him. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Xander startles Larry. And Xander's like, I know your secret. I've been there. I know what you're up to. Yada, 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 yada. And then Larry just, like, comes out with that he's gay. Yeah. That he thought that Xander, like, had him cornered. Like, he's like, he knows. And he just, like, confesses to Xander that he is gay. And he thinks that Xander has also confessed that he's gay. Yeah, because he's I've been there. I understand. Uh, and he's like, oh, I guess you just, all those times I beat you up, I saw something common between us that, you know, he said, I can't tell anyone. Um, like, it's like the, what do you say? Knowing Xander went through the same thing made it easier for him to say. Yeah. Yeah. So Xander's like, what, 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 what? <laughs> wait, wait, back up. That's not what I was talking about. <laughs> uh, but he's like, don't worry. I won't, I won't say anything, man. It's okay. Like, your secret's safe with me. I won't tell anybody that you're gay, too. <laughs> so uh, we're like, what? Like, that's crazy that yeah, Larry said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the library, Buffy comes out to ask Willow, because Willow's oh. looking through... Go ahead. But the Jackson. way she says it, what's the scuttlebutt? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but that's like the no, cutest thing ever. It is. It's very okay, cute. I'm start saying that. Okay, continue. Yeah. <laughs> Buffy comes out and says, what's the scuttlebutt on... Who, because uh, she has Willow going through those school files. Like, who's, like, candidates for being a werewolf? <laughs> yeah, this seems funny. <laughs> and Willow says, well, there is one person that just keeps coming up over and over again. Like, a lot of, like, behavioral problems and, like, a really long record of, like, getting in fights. Violence. And Buffy's like, those weren't all my fault. Like, it's, it's obviously Buffy is the number one <laughs> suspect, according to this, for being the werewolf. Uh, and like, okay, I'll keep looking. Yeah, she's like, I'll keep looking. And Buffy says, I can't help but notice that you're looking alone. Like, you're you're doing the research alone. Yeah. And Buff- Willow just can't figure Oz out. Uh, Willow, this is interesting that this gets brought up. Because Buffy says, well, maybe you should make the first move. And Willow says, wouldn't that make me a slut? Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. I forgot about that line. I was, like, taken aback that Willow would yeah. say that. I mean, this is, like, 1998. So maybe that then it seemed, like... That's something that she would have been worried about? That she would have been perceived as a slut for... Not cool. Yeah, it was an awful line. It was so sad. Yep. And uh, Buffy's like, I'm sure your reputation would stay intact. I was like, wow. That was like a shock, that line, that she said that. Willow has to leave to do Cordelia's homework. And Xander meets up with Buffy and says, you know, it's not Larry. And she's like, well, what happened? Don't push. Why are you pushing? Like, just leave it. He's not him. She's like, okay, sorry. Uh, I don't, I, okay, I just wanted to know. But now we have no, we have no suspect, and Teresa has been mauled to death by this thing, and she's like, wait, we don't know that she was mauled. It didn't say that. Uh, we just assumed it was, because they, mm-hmm. the police or whoever had linked it to the animals attacks. So they're curious if she actually was attacked by the werewolf. This scene is, like, kind of sad. They go to the funeral home to check, um... Teresa's body and wasn't she just buried like I mean wasn't she just killed the night before like a few hours before mm-hmm. so she's already like at the funeral home dressed Captain embalmed Radio. I guess I don't well, I guess she wasn't embalmed but yeah I guess I don't know can you be embalmed and be a vampire because she was at the funeral home already like in the casket and everything yeah. like a normal funeral home like she uh-huh. probably most people are embalmed if you're going to be buried does that matter if you're dead already? Like, if you're going to be a vampire? Interesting. I don't know. I never thought about this before. 
Um, but yeah, she's so, clearly not mauled. Yeah, she's not mauled. Super stylish little scarf though. And they move it aside, and they see that she it's obviously a vampire bite. Yeah. And Buffy's like, great. So I didn't save her from a werewolf. I didn't not save her from werewolf. I didn't not. I didn't save her from a vampire. So yeah. doesn't really like make her feel any better. No. And Xander's trying to say, hey, you know, people would be buried five deep here if it wasn't for you. Willow yeah. would be a robot sex slave. <laughs> I wouldn't have a head. Like you can't blame yourself for every person that dies. But Buffy does. Yeah, so it's kind of sad. Buffy really feels guilty, and uh, Xander's trying to. We see this come up throughout the whole show when Buffy can't save somebody. She can't save everybody. Yeah, when she can't save somebody, she really takes it personally. Yeah. So they're having this like conversation. She signs the like guest book. It says she that Teresa had a lot of friends, and then Teresa rises and be. You know, Xander sees that she comes out of the coffin. Comes out of the coffin. They tussle. Her and Buffy tussle, and Buffy's gonna about to kill her when she says, "Angel sends his love." And then Buffy kind of chokes. Yeah, she's shocked. So she allows Teresa to get the upper hand, and then uh, has flips them, and then Xander has to stake Teresa. Yep. Uh, Yeah, she hesitated because she was like, "What?" So Angel has sent. Her specifically. Such a dick. Such a dick. Such a dick move. And then Xander and Buffy have like a moment? Question mark? Yeah, Yeah, they hug. It's weird. They hug and then they kind of have a a look. Yeah. And then Buffy leaves. And then Xander's like, yeah, because my life isn't complicated enough. So this was definitely meant to be like, okay, something passed between them. I decided to ignore that. Okay. All I wrote was they hugged. Didn't happen. Okay. All right. It could have been complained. I think it could have been explained away if Xander hadn't made that comment. Yeah, but there's no way that Xander and Buffy are going to date in this show. I refuse to believe that that could ever happen. Okay. They better not. I'll be pissed off. <laughs> God. Xander's getting too much action that he deserves. Stop watching this show if that happens. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that's a. it's weird. It's a weird thing. Especially when they're both, like... There's, like, the, the Xander Willow stuff, there's Xander Cordelia, what Buffy and Angel, and now, like, there's gonna be a Buffy and Xander Sometimes something or other. people, emotions get heightened and whatever, whatever, but... Yeah, he was, like, there for her, and he was really sweet about it, and he said, he does, he's not the guy you knew, like, don't let him get to you, and then it was, like, something happened there yeah. momentarily. Okay. We, we're in uh, Kane's van. Of course this guy lives in a van. And he's in there um, making silver making bullets. silver bullets. Yeah. As you do. So he's making homemade silver bullets because he's going to go out. This is his last night to go out and kill the werewolf. Yep. So he's getting ready. At Oz's house, I love this scene. So <laughs> Oz has got a box of, like, shackles or, like, manacles or whatever you call them. Because he's trying to figure out how to restrain himself uh, before the sun sets. I just, like, okay, I don't understand why he didn't just say to Buffy and them, like, hey, I'm the werewolf, help me. yeah. I mean, like, I know he might have been worried that they wanted to kill him or whatever, but like, I feel like he could have asked for help. He could have, yeah. I think he barely knows them. I guess yeah. is the thing, and he only he knows Willow the best out of them, but he hasn't even known her for that long. So I guess, yes. but yeah, he could have. I feel and they would have just been like, "We have this handy cage right here. Why don't we just yeah. put you in there, dude?" And that would have been the end of it. You know what I mean? And he could have yep. had time to process the whole thing, mm-hmm. but he's scared. And, uh, yeah, so he's trying to, like, just take it into his own hands and, like, restrain himself at the house. Mm-hmm. And uh, somebody's knocking at the door. And he's like, oh, shit. Like, okay, all right. They're not going away. So he goes to the door. It's Willow. She barges in. She's mad. She wants to know what's going on with you. Like, you blow kind of hot and cold. Or she said lukewarm and cold. <laughs> you know, we went to the movies. And then you tucked in my tag. And then, you know, then you don't want to hang out. And you, you said you had plans. You're just here at home by yourself. Like, she's mad. No, and he, he's, like, trying to get her to talk tomorrow. He's like, you know. Yeah, he's like, we'll talk about this tomorrow. She's like, no, we're going to talk about it now. God damn it. Like, she's she's making the first move. And, like, she's yeah, she's taking charge. She and yeah, he's and, like, I'm going through changes. And she's like, why is it making it so special? And she looks at the, the kitchen table. And there's, like, all those, like. Chains, chains there, and she's like, "You have chains. Why do you have chains? <laughs> What's with the chains?" And then he starts to change, so he starts like having pain, and he's telling her to get out, get out of the house, and he kind of falls behind the couch, so it blocks her view. But we see him starting to trans uh, transform, and she's like, "Oz, what's wrong?" <laughs> coming up to the, coming up to the to the couch, and then he pops out full 
werewolf. Yeah. And of course, uh, Willow screams. And she does a good scream. She does. It's good. And she hops the fence and she runs. Yeah, she runs out of the house, down the street. He's right behind her. She hops the fence. She hits him with a garbage can. I mean, it's like full on like chase. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And then we just kind of see that Kane is near. He's in the area. At the library, Buffy comes in and says she was late because she had some unscheduled slayage that tells this to Giles because Giles is getting the tranquilizer gun ready. And that Teresa was turned into a vampire and it was sent by Angel. And, uh, Giles tries to, like, comfort her, but she's like, I can't right now. Like, we have this to, werewolf to deal with. Yep. She's like, we'll have a good cry after. But right now we got to deal with this. Uh, outside, Oz is still chasing Willow. He's catching up to her. He yeah, and she, she's falling in the mud. You know, she's she's doing all this stuff. Come on, Willow. And then he catches up to her, and he's, like, mm-hmm. there, ready to pounce, but something distracts him. Smells something. He smells something, and he, he takes off. And then so she she doesn't waste time. She takes off, for sure. And the library, Giles and Buffy are like, okay, ready. Now, how do we find this thing? Like, they still don't know where to find it. But Willow bursts in. It's like, it's Oz, it's Oz. Oz is the werewolf. Yeah. yeah. And then, it, so they're they're going to, she knows he's in the woods somewhere, so that's where they're going to head. And they have to, like, they decided that they have to tranquilize him? Yeah, they're going to tranquilize him. Mm-hmm. In the woods, Kane finds Oz. Um... But Buffy gets there in the nick of time before Oz is shot and kind of tussles with Oz a bit, trying to uh, obviously not kill him, uh, trying to tranquilize him. And Oz throws Buffy and Willow ends up getting the tranquilizer and shoots Oz in the nick of time. So he's he's out. And she's like, I shot Oz. And Giles, like, you saved us. She feels bad that she had to shoot Oz. Uh, But obviously it was, he was about to attack them. So Oz has been. Kane is pissed. Neutralized. Yeah. Kane is an asshole again. (laughs) Totally just a jerk. And thankfully Buffy takes his gun and like he-mans or the, the barrel, like just bends it with her brute strength and tells him to make sure the door kicks him in his ass on the way out of town. So he. He is, he's out of town. So good. I hope we never see him again. He was horrible. In the hallway at school, Xander is weirded out. Uh, He's like, I don't know how, like, like, look at, I talked to him. Like, it's going to be so weird. And Buffy says, well, you know, he's mostly human. And he's like, who, what do you mean? And she's like, Oz. He's like, oh, right, Oz. Because he was talking about Larry. Larry. Like, he's weirded out about Larry. And... Larry's like, oh, I owe you one. And Buffy's like, for what? <laughs> and it's interesting, too, because before, while Larry's walking over, a girl drops her books and he stops to help her. Oh, yeah. I forgot that scene. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Instead of being a jerk. Yeah. So, obviously, he was like, uh, what's the word? Um, oh, he was he was being so overly macho and, like, toxic. Yeah. Like, a toxic guy because he was overcompensating oh, yeah, for yeah, the yeah. fact that he is gay and he mm-hmm. didn't want to be gay. He didn't want to, like live authentically as a gay person since 1998 to remember so he was really going overboard to be like the most asshole male macho male he could be um and now i feel like now that he's confessed to someone he some of that pressure has you know the pressure valve has been released a bit so he doesn't be such an asshole is what i see happening there larry comes over to xander and says yeah i owe you one man and buffy's like what what did he what did you do i was like i mean Xander's like, nothing. Nothing yeah. n- nothing happened in the locker room where nothing happened. <laughs> Two guys can't just, like, be friends with each other? Like, what? Come on. <laughs> Xander was, like, very weirded out. Like, a little bit homophobic about a little bit, yeah. Larry's yeah. coming out to him. Um, he, also, he wants to make sure that no one else thinks he's... Oh, yeah. He's like, I don't want, like, anyone to, like... Yeah. Gay yeah. by association? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, because I was in a locker room with this guy, I'm now gay, or someone's gonna oh, think yeah. I'm gay. Like, Xander... Uh. Yeah, not 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 great. So they're talking about when they get back on track with Oz and Willow, Buffy says, you know, this is going to be hard for them if they're going to have a relationship. And yeah. of course, Xander jumps right on this. It's not going to be safe for them to be in a relationship together. They're going to have like training classes and like puppy pad training and all this <laughs> stuff. Uh, and she's like, he's only that for three days. So um, Buffy gets serious for a minute. It's like, it's not up to you. Yeah. Like whether they try to have a relationship or not yeah and then in the quad we see willow comes up to talk to oz and this i love this scene seems 
so cute. It is like pure, like pure and sweet. It's so yeah, cute. It is. And he kind of says like, she's like, sorry, I shot you. He's like, sorry, I almost ate you. And he's like, maybe I should just like stay out of your way for a while. Cause like I'm dealing with this and it's probably not good for you to be around. But she says, maybe I like you in the way. I like you in your way, in my way. And so it's obviously that they were talking around. They still like each other. Mm-hmm. And it's so cute because she's like, I'd still, if you'd still, he's like, I'd still, I'd very still. Like, it's so <laughs> adorable. <laughs> so cute. And Oz is so adorable. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, this is why I started watching the show, because I was so obsessed with Seth Green and, like, obsessed with Oz at this point in the show. Like, I just, oh, he's just so great. I just love Oz. Um, yeah, so it's obviously they still like each other. And uh, I love when Willow says, you know, werewolf, but, you know, that's only three days. It's not all the time. And I'm three days out of a month. I'm not that fun to be around either. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> Which I loved. I loved yeah, that. That part was really cute. And then she yeah. kisses him. Yeah, well, she walks. They said, okay, well, we'll talk to you later or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she walks away. And then she comes back and kisses him. Yeah, that's so cute. So she makes the first move there. And then he says, wow, va- uh, I keep saying oh, vampire. Werewolf. Oh, a werewolf in love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Oh, the feels. I got the feels. feels. It was a very good episode. I'm shipping these two so much. Yep. I'm remembering why I loved them so much. So, yeah, they're great. So there's so many, like, intertwining, like, romantic relationships right now. Like, what the heck? Xander's getting weird about Willow. Buffy and Xander had a moment. Like, what's going to happen? I'm not worried about any of those other things. I'm, like, focused on what I see in front of me, which is Alice and Willow. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> Buffy can figure out her own stuff. She'll figure it out. She's not going to be with Xander, so. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. Yeah, so that is the uh, phases. So that's how it ends. It's on a good note, a very happy, cute note, where Willow and Oz has finally moved forward. Yep. So, adorable. Okay, my favorite line was when Giles says, I believe my books and I will ha- are in for a fascinating afternoon. <laughs> I feel like that's a line I've said for so, for many times, something similar. It sounds like something you would say. Exactly. That's why I was like, oh, we and Giles. We're going to have a fascinating afternoon with our books. And then my favorite scene was the last scene with Oz and Willow. It was just so cute so and sweet cute. Yes. and very Willow. Like, talking around a lot of things. And then they, as it got on, they kind of, like, were more explicit about what they were trying to say. Yeah. Uh, and look at her. Made the first move. Kissed him. Yeah. Yep. Like, that's who great. is this girl? Yeah, like, she's really coming into her own more and more as the show goes on. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was such a cute scene. That was also my favorite scene. Mm -hmm. And then my favorite line is, yeah, the one you were were already talking about. She was, I think she's talking to Buffy when she says this, but she's like, he's nice, he doesn't smoke, and okay, he's a vampire. Oh, I wrote vampire. I know, what is it? We keep saying vampire. It's because there's too many vampires, is why. It's a vampire, but only three days out of the month. And three days out of the month, I'm not much fun to be around either. I yeah. That's so funny. I loved that line. So funny. Like, hey, I, I, you know, I have my I time gotta, of the month. But I gotta give, like, honorable mention to... Oh, yeah, I already said it, but, like, no guy could resist your wily willow charms. Yeah. And when Buffy says to about um, Giles that he needs to get a pet. Yeah. He needs to get a pet. Yeah. Such a cute episode. Oh, what's your steak rating? Uh, I gave it a 4.8. Ooh. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Is this the first time we're matching? I don't know. No, I don't think so. I don't think it's the first time. I think it might be. Really? Okay. I do. I think it is. I'm going to have to make a spreadsheet or something. (laughs) So we can quickly know these things. Um... Yeah, so obviously it's an Oz-centric episode. I love Oz. He's, like, one of my favorite characters. So very good for that. Like, I'm happy that this episode uh, was centered on him. And, of course, nobody can just be normal in this show. Like, just a normal human. So, uh, so yeah, Oz is a werewolf. They get that reveal. And it's so, like, an interesting thing for him to be because Oz is so monotone. And, like, regulated. And he, like, doesn't have any extreme emotional hills and valleys. But yet, three days of the month, he's a literal animal. So, uh, it's just a really, like, cool, like, mirroring of his personality. Because Giles does talk about, when he's explaining the vampires, like, I mean, there I go again. When he's explaining, like, the werewolf lore and everything, he says, like, it brings out, like, our their most primal, like, aspect of yourself. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Like, Oz doesn't really have that when he's a human. Yeah. He's very even keeled. So it's interesting that he is a werewolf. Like, yeah. And he acts that way three days out of the month. so Or three nights out of the month. Um, so yeah, the Oz and Willow stuff, like as a couple, I love when she goes into the apartment, he's like, we'll talk, or his house, he's, he's like, well, I promise we'll talk about this tomorrow, but I, you need to go, and that whole conversation, the whole thing with Oz and Willow, everything with them is so yeah. cute, and I really like the, like the little, like, creepy angel scene we got, where he just, like, sends this vamp, like, sends a like, little gift to her. So uh, creepy. He's such a, I don't like it, he's so mean. No, he's, he loves to torture, like, emotionally torture his. It's so awful. I want to say victim slash obsessions slash object of his obsession. Yeah. Like his romantic interests in a weird, sick way, someone he's interested in or upset, like whatever that is. Cause it was like the same with Drusilla. It's with Buffy that he made a vampire specifically to like send Buffy a message. Someone that she knew, he knew she went to school with that she would feel responsible for not saving. Yeah, he did that on purpose. Yeah. yeah. Like, he had it all... The plan, it was all very orchestrated. So, like, that was pretty creepy. Yeah. And Jealous is creepy. He, I don't like him. Anyway. Yeah, I don't like him. <laughs> I don't like him. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Broke my heart. Yeah. 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 It's... It's tough. And it ain't gonna get any better anytime soon. So I see. Yeah. So yeah, four point eight. It was just, it was a very well rounded episode. I liked it. It was funny, yeah. and it was really cute. It gave me the yeah. feels. Yeah, um, I agree. Also four point eight, and yeah, I mean, pretty much everything you said. I thought it was really cute. Good character development with Willow. She's really coming into her own. Um, I thought it was kind of. I thought the scene was kind of cute with like Willow and Cordelia. Like, yeah. Chatting, and at one point later in the episode, like, I think Xander was like, do you notice that Willow and Cordelia are hanging out more? And I thought that was kind of cute, too. He's like, this isn't good for me um, if these two are hanging out all the time. So I liked that. Um, and I liked the fact that it was just a werewolf episode. I'm, I'm like, vampires are my first and foremost, but my next is is obviously going to be werewolves. I don't, mm-hmm. like, which is cool or whatever. Like, any other folklore stuff is cool. But, like, yeah, vampires and werewolves are my top top ones. Well, so. we got both in one episode. That's right. And now, like, we have a werewolf part of the gang now? I guess so, yeah. What yeah, he's, he's hanging around a lot now. I feel like they're so. going to collect some more, I don't know. Scooby members. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we will see what happens. All right, so your question for next week. The episode is called, I always get the order of Bewitched, the... Bewitched, bothered, and bewildered. Yes. <laughs> and we an old character... A character that we've seen in a previous episode, but is not a regular, someone we haven't seen for a while, comes back. Can you guess who it is? I mean, it's got to be the witch one then, right? I was going to say, we did get a little bit of a hint in this episode. It's either going to be the, like, the... Okay, so it's either Amy or her mom. Okay. Do I have to pick one? No. Okay, it's Amy or her mom. I mean... Maybe, I mean, okay, I feel like in the last episode we just did that fun little thing with the trophy, right? Where, mm-hmm. like, the cheerleader trophy was falling on. So, Amy's mom. Amy's mom. Okay. Okay. We'll see. Why else would they have called the episode that and then, like, did that little throwback in the last episode? I don't know. Okay. Well, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, that is Phases. Phases at the Moon. All right, so that wraps up Season 2, Episode 15, Phases. Again, you can find us on all major podcast apps and YouTube and Instagram at One Girl and All the World Pod. You can email us at onegirlpod at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us, and we'll be back next week with Season 2, Episode 16, Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered. That's a mouthful. Uh, slay you real soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.